Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, The Grassroot Graphics, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC, and A Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsors, front of shirt sponsor is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Hello, and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Celt Podcast. In our Premier Division, Highgate Albion 4, Memetship Galata 2, Park Rolls 1, Millwall Club to Football 2, The Wrongans 1, Olympian 0, and in our game of the week, Zaza 0, Heavy Hitters 2. Did go for a win for Zaza here. I thought they'd just edge it. I thought it'd be a close affair. I thought it could have gone either way. Uh, but good result for Heavy Hitters, and uh, they consolidated their position in second place in the table but just to go through you know look at some of the other results because there was a, a couple of very big shocks um Highgate Albion who still are bottom of the table but they got a very big you know well needed win over Memetchik and obviously the result of the day really uh probably the result of the season the shock of the season the Romans uh picking up a 1-0 win over Olympia Olympia who we're 100% in the league going into this match. I think 11 wins in a row and uh, still pretty much coasting to the title. Um, shocked by Rongan's team, who I think have only won one game all season. So, uh, yeah, that was a massive result for the Rongans there. Into the championship, Barnet Borough 1, Showtime 6, New World 4, Supreme Athletic 4. And in our game of the week, Enfield United 3, North London Athletic 3. I did go for a six-goal thriller. I thought NLA would just edge it 4-2. I thought their you know, experience in attack and firepower would see them through. Um, but it seems like Enfield United done done very well here. Uh, they were trailing at the break uh, 2-1. And they managed to pull it back in the second half. Uh, it leaves it, you know, the tight race very much poised still. They still got to play each other at North London Athletic. Um, so, you know, obviously they've been taking business, care of business in the other games. Um, but, you know, very good comeback from Enfield United. And uh, unfortunately, as we said, 100% record was bound to go. But both of their 100% records in the league fell in this game. In Division 1, only one game. Another one of our games of the week. Fireside nil. Interman raised a 24-3. I did go for a three-goal margin, but I went for a 5-2 win for Interman Razor. Just thought they'd have too much for Fireside. Obviously, Fireside do have, you know, a lot of attacking quality, um, but they're not as sharp as Interman Razor going forward and defensive, especially, I thought, when we played Fireside, uh, last week, I felt like we had plenty of opportunities and 
really got at their back line, even though we had 10 men for most of the game. And Edmund Razor doing the job there. Very professional job, clean sheet as well for them. Uh, into Division 2, Real Menza 2, Northeast Lions 1, Omonia Youth 3, Pantera 4, and Sopranos 3, Underdogs 4. Division 3, Albany Athletic 9, AFC Edmonton 0. North London Athletic 2nd, 5, Armenian Youth Association 3, and North London Colts 6, NLR 1. Division 4, East Finchley 6, Nissi 3, and uh, Camden FC 0, Roman Reporters 3, and Whetstone FC 9, Locomotive Thunder 3. Division 5, Coniac Athletic 4, Mill Club to Football 2nd 1, New Barnet 0, Edmonton Rovers 7, and Radlett Town 4, Atletico Grammar 5. And in Division 6, the one game, Royal Parthenope 4, Nissi 2nd 1. Into the Veterans Division, in the Veterans Division East, only one game, Continental 58-1, Alexandra Park Vets 2. And then the Veterans Division West, another one with only one game. Shibu Old Stars 5, West London Vets 1. Into the cup action in our last of the games of the week. Uh, Trent Park 2, Oakwood 4. I did think this game would go to penalties. Uh, two very well-matched teams. But Oakwood getting the better of Trent Park yet again. I think they beat them 5-4 earlier this season. And they've knocked them out of the Middlesex Intermediate Cup here. In the Sunday Junior Trophy, AFC Trent 2, Shire United seconds 5, and Brady Football Club 3, Ammonia Youth seconds 7. In the John Motson Challenge Cup, Highgate Albion 3rd 6, Cricklewood 1, Northwest Wolves 2, Anatolians 3, and Northumberland Park Rangers 3, Camden Lock 1. In the Intermediate Cup, Continental 1, Highgate Albion Reserves 3. In the Junior Cup, AFC Musball Hill 5, Shintry Athletic 1, AC Finchley 4, Maida Via 3. In the Veterans Cup, Highgate Albion Vets 1, Ivy Leaf Dolphin Vets 1, and London Turkish Masters Vets 6, Crouch End Vampires Vets 3. So moving on into the fixtures now. In the Premier Division, Gal All-Stars taking on Highgate Albion. The Rongans taking on Zaza and a massive game at the top of the table. Heavy hitters coming into this game off a win against Zaza. Very good win. They take on Olympia, top of the table and, you know, looking to redeem themselves after a very disappointing result for them against the Rongans. Um, this could really, I, I, I say that the league table, the league is over. But this could really put the final nail uh, in the hopes of everyone else in terms of the Premier Division title. Um, and I think there will be the nail put in to heavy hitters' hopes. I've gone for a 3-1 win for Olympia in this game. In the Championship, Showtime taking on Enfield United. And in our game of the week, North London Athletic taking on Horizon. Um, I think North London Athletic will have too much um, firepower for Horizon. Going for a 4-1 win for them. In Division 1, South Tottenham United taking on Borelic Spore. 
AFC Rosa taking on AFC Rose. And in our game of the week, two teams on very good form coming into this one. Interman Razor 24 currently top taking on Oakwood, who I believe are either second or third. Um, should be a fantastic affair, this one, uh, between two good teams. Uh, but I think Interman Razor will just edge it. Be a very entertaining game. I've gone for a 2-1 win for them. In Division 2, Sopranos taking on Amonia Youth. And in my game of the week, Real Menza nearly top of the table here. They can go top of the table if they beat underdogs. And I think they'll have too much for underdogs. Underdogs, you know, very good team improving year on year. But I believe Real Menza will have just too much for them. I've gone for a 4-2 win for Real Menza. Division 3, AFC Muswell Hill taking on AFC Edmonton. And the Fumbling Park Rangers taking on NLR. Division 4 sees Camden FC taking on Shentry Athletic. Nissy facing Roman Reporters. Whetstone FC taking on Northwest Wolves. East Finchley taking on Locomotive Thunder. Division 5, Camden Lock facing Enfield Albion. And in our game of the week, we usually don't go for Division 5 for games of the week. But London Orient, I believe top of the table, taking on the resurgent Edmonton Rovers. These two teams played out a fantastic game earlier this season where North, um, sorry, London Orient stole the game from Edmonton Rovers really at death. Um, but Edmonton Rovers have come back and they've been they've been fantastic this season. They've obviously had their you know patches of inconsistency as always with the young team, but recently they've been fantastic and they had a fantastic result against arguably bottom of the table New Barnet, but uh, still seven nil was a fantastic result for them. And I think they're going to sneak this one. I'm going to go two one win. For Edmonton Rovers. In Division 6. Amonia Youth Seconds. Taking on AFC Trent. In the only game in the division. In the Veterans Division. AFC Muswell Hill. Taking on Alexandra Park Vets. London Lions Vets. Taking on Crouch and Vampires Vets. And London Turkish Masters Vets. Taking on Continental 58 Vets. In the Veterans Division West. Pair of double headers between Pro Touch SA Vets and West London Vets and AFC Vets and Joga Benito Vets. Into the cup action in the John Motson Challenge Cup, Albany Athletic taking on Pantera. In the Intermediate Cup, Anatolians facing Trent Park. In the Junior Cup, North London Colts taking on Armenian Youth Association. In the BSFL Shield, Mill Club the Football Seconds taking on Noble Games. In the Veterans Cup, Roven Reporters taking on Ivy Leaf Dolphin Vets. In the Invitational Cup, AC Finchley taking on Continental. Fireside taking on Highgate Albion Seconds. Hinton Under 23s taking on Cricklewood. Commie Kabir facing London Football School. Maida Villa taking on Park Rolls. Memichit Galata taking on Millwall Club the Football. New World taking on Highgate Albion Thirds. Northeast Lions taking on Nissi and Supreme Athletic taking on Royal Parthenope. And in the Surrey FA Veterans Cup, Sheba Old Stars taking on Santos 92 and Old Wokinians taking on West London Casuals 
Join us next week where we'll have the fixtures and the results from the Barnet League. Hello and welcome to the Bromley and South London Football League part of the Celtic podcast this week. Uh, Daniel Hollis here, Secretary of the League, um, reporting on results and looking at tables and ahead to the fixtures for next weekend. So first of all, on to results from this last weekend, which was the 20th of January. Uh, we had a few games fall foul to the weather, but not as many as we have had in previous weeks of season. So let's have a look at what games were played in the John Cooper Premier Division. We'll start with the league first. Uh, the top two not in action, so a chance for the others to close the gap. And Falconwood Reserves took the opportunity. 3-1 winners against Eltham Town. Um, moves them up the table to sixth. And Orpington also got a win. 2-1 at home to AFC Bethwin. Uh, and that moves them uh, on to nine points as well. Same as Falconwood Reserves. Quite clear of that relegation zone. Um, so that's um, a positive results for the two reserve sides of the King County sides there, Falconwood and Orpington. Shame for Bethwin and Eltham Town, who are fourth and fifth, because um, they could have closed that gap at the top, but failed to do so. OK, competitive division, as all our divisions are this year, apart from Sport Club Thamesmead and Old Road, Sport Club Beckham, sorry, and Old Road at the top of that division who are flying. Right, Jim Hampson Division 1. We've got Crofton Albion, another good result. Followed up their 3-0 win away to Beckenham last week with a 3-1 win against bottom of the table uh, FC Thamesmead this week, um, showing that they uh, could be in the mix. Last season, they started the season well and kind of fell away. So maybe this year they're going to do the uh, opposite because uh, they didn't start too well this year, but they do seem to be picking up their form at the moment. Uh, that moves them into mid-table comfortably on um, in sixth, but only three points off the uh, promotion spot. Then we had Old Peeps losing at home 3-1 to Stansfield A. Good result for Stansfield A. Keeps them uh, in the hunt as well. They're joint second uh, with a game in hand just behind on goal difference to Bexley A, who they battled with for promotion last year. So, um, yeah, some interesting results there. Very competitive division, Division 1. Um, Richard Aiding Division 2. We had uh, Beckenham Knights thrash 9-1 by Red Velvet. Um, strong result for Red Velvet after some disappointing results recently. Two goals for Morakinho Coca, two goals for Simon Oviawe, and two goals for Dean Stone. Um, leaves them sort of comfortably in mid-table, but kind of outside those promotion places in Division 2. Um, they're, they're sixth Red Velvet on 15 points from nine games. Uh, the promotion places at the moment got 23-22 points, so quite a Big jump for them. And then we had a, a draw. Orpington development, nil. Beckenham Town Juniors, nil. Orpington, three games unbeaten now. Beckenham Town Juniors, second from bottom at the moment. Orpington development, third from bottom. So um, does them no favours really either side in terms of climbing the table. But obviously, if you're losing a lot of games this season, it's nice to avoid defeat. Right, on to our cup games. And we had some Queen Mary Cup action. Sporting Club Beckenham, top of Premier Division. No surprise that they thrashed Blackheath of Division 2, 7-1. Um, by all accounts, I actually um, spoke to some of the Sporting Club Beckenham players after this. And they did say that Blackheath were a decent side, some good strikers, and could probably deserved a few more goals in this game. But as it is, ended up on the wrong end of a 7-1 defeat. James Hunter, Lewis Longhurst and Daniel Weeks, all with two goals for Sporting Club Beckenham. Uh, then we had some um, cup action in the... Um, oh, it was Queen Mary Cup as well, actually. Beckenham against Ollum. This is first division against Premier, and the Premier side came out on top again. Ollum 3-0 winners. Um, so they progressed in the Queen Mary Cup as well. Um, and then an outside cup we had in the um, 
AFA Cup, Atletico Londres, 4-3 loss to Actonians Association 7th. So bad luck to them. Um, 4-2 at half time. Came back in the second half but couldn't get an equaliser. So they're out of that cup. So let's have a look at the tables as they stand. A lot of the top sides not in action this week. Um, but Division 2 remains unchanged. Langley Park Athletic top 23 points. Standard Ball is second on 22 points. Then Blackheath Village on 19 Blackheath and Falcon Development back one further on 16 points. Jim Hampson, Division 1, top of the table. Eltham Eagles still flying, uh, 24 points from 10 games. Then Bexier and Stansfield A on 17 points. London Legends on 16 points. They're doing well at the moment. And then AFC Oldsmiths on 15 points. And two are John Cooper Premier Division and our leaders by 10 points still Sporting Club Beckenham, 28 points from 10 games. Uh, Old Rona, 18 from seven games. So if they win their three games in hand, uh, they will go to within a point. So it really does look like those two because the next three teams are all on 13 and two of them lost um, on the weekend. So let's have a look at fixtures for the week ahead. We have a Kent Junior Cup game. Langley Park Athletic are going to be playing Ancorians Academicals. They should have played this weekend, but it was uh, called off for a frozen pitch. Um, so that's going ahead this weekend. Then in the London Junior Cup, we've got AFC Oldsmiths at home to AFC Battersea of the um, Wimbledon and District League. Then in our Cups, we've got Queen Mary Cup second round action. Eltham Eagles against Standard Ballers. First division, top of the table against second in the second division. Should be a really good game, that one. They had some good battles last year. And then um, in the Elizabeth, well, actually, sorry, they swapped divisions from last year. And then in the Elizabeth Jakes Cup, there's a first round game, Stansfield A against Red Velvet A. You'd imagine the team who are second at the moment in Division 1 would be a team mid-table in Division 2, but you never know. Then on to our league games. We'll start in Rich Laning Division 2. We've got Teviot, Falconwood Development at home to Blackheath. Both of them need to win to keep in the hunt for promotion. Then Beckenham Knights at home to Blackheath Village. In Jim Hampson Division 1, we've got Atletico Londres at home to FC Thamesmead. They'd expect to win that one and get in that hunt for promotion. Beckenham at home to Old Peeps. Bexley A at home to Groundhoppers. And Crofton Albion at home to London Legends. Bit of a local derby, that one. They're across the road from each other. Then in uh, the John Cooper Premier Division, the uh, top side in action. Sporting Club Beckenham against Old Roan. Massive, massive fixture. Um, then we have AFC Bethwin at home to Falcon Reserves and Orpington Reserves at home to Olham. Uh, Westwick Albion versus Farnborough Reserves won't happen because Westwick Albion have sadly asked to withdraw from the league. We'll obviously give them some time to see if they can get it together, but I think that's them done. So fixtures of the weekend. Um, I would say, I mean, can't look any further than Sporting Club Beckham against Old Roan. It's massive, top two. Uh, the only game either club have lost this season was Old Roan to Sporting Club Beckham in the reverse fixture. So if Old Roan don't win this one, I think I, I can't see Sporting Club Beckenham losing enough points elsewhere. Um, if Old Roan did win it, then it really opens that one up. Should be a, a cracking game. So um, yeah, let's, let's let's hope that really does turn out to be the game that we hope it will be. In Division Two, I think the week, weekend's best fixture: Falconwood Development against Blackheath, both being very competitive this season. And in Division One, I mean, there's some really good games all over the place in Division One. Um, I'd say Crofton Albion against London Legends looks good. Two form sides at the moment. So, um, yep, good luck to all the teams playing this weekend. Um, hope we have some good weather. It's been wet today. Hoping it will dry out um, and we'll get all those games played. OK, thanks for listening. I'll speak to you again next week. Bye. Hello, everyone. It's April here from the Hackney and Leighton Sunday League. I'm going to start off by saying a happy new year to you all. I know it is coming towards the end of January, but I always think as long as it's not February, you can still say happy new year. 
and especially where unfortunately I haven't been able to record my segment for the Silk podcast. Apologies, I haven't been well. Also, the Christmas break. And I've actually had a few messages from people on social media asking if I'm still going to continue to do the Hackney and Leighton segment. Am I coming back? Which is so nice. So thank you to them guys that have messaged. But I promise I am here. Apologies for my missed weeks. But I am back. And I'm going to just get started I don't know about you guys but I feel like this break just seemed a lot longer than normal and I was very excited to get back to football not so much excited for this cold weather we've been having but nonetheless it's been great to see so many games of football going on again over the marshes the marshes just looks empty when you drive past and there's no games on it looks so empty so it's so nice to see so many different people from different backgrounds from different cultures, from different communities, all coming together to play this amazing sport of football that we all love. So what I'm going to do is, because I did miss last week's results, I'm going to quickly go through them. Unfortunately, we missed out on the first week due to the weather and due to the pitches. But I'm going to run through the results from the 14th of January for you guys. So I'm going to start off with our Premier Division. So first up, we had the Albert Daniels Cup, which the Halicina faced off against Mandizi. Now, this was always going to be difficult for them guys as Halicina was a Prem side. Mandizi are Division 1. But upsettingly, it was Halicina that managed to show why they are a Prem side, as it was 2-1 to Halicina at half-time, and the final result ended up being 7-1. So, unfortunately for Mandizi, their run in this cup is now over, and Halicina will go on to the next round. If you guys want to see the progress of the cups, you can always go on to the full-time, type in Hackney and Leighton Sunday League, and you can see the ladder, so you can see who gets who next. Moving on to our Premier Division League now, we have Moldova who faced off against City East and there were no three points in this game. Each team managed to get a point apiece as the final result was 3-3. Hackney Borough faced off against Navarino and it was Hackney Borough who were victorious as they beat Navarino 4-1. FC Neva faced off against Badu. These guys have faced each other numerous times in the past they know each other very well being in the prem for as long as what they have and each team managed to get a point and a goal as the final result was 1-1 and next up we had boundary estate who was facing off against crondall boundary estate have had an amazing run so far this season but i don't know what's happened to them guys the christmas break i think maybe of them still celebrating and it showed Crondall come out ready. They was willing and up for this game. And Crondall were the guys that managed to get the three points against Boundary Estate as the final result was 2-1. Now, shooting over to Division 1 now. FC Nistar faced off against Clapton Community. And Clapton Community won an amazing result for them. First game back from the Christmas break. Three points under their belts as they beat Nistar 5-1. An even more amazing result for Azteca for these guys after the Christmas break. They faced off against Lancaster All-Stars and they managed to get an amazing result 
and also three points as the final result was 10-2. Atletico DFZ faced off against Mateo. It was 0-0 at halftime. Both teams come out quick off the gate for the second half, but it was Mateo that just managed to nick the three points as the final result was 4-3. Division 2, Keys Athletic faced off against Stoke Newington Youth. It was 1-0 at halftime. So it's very interesting this game, but it was Keys Athletic that got the three points with a 5-1 victory. Limited Pros faced off against Boca Albion. Limited Pros were 2-0 up at halftime, but unfortunately Boca Albion couldn't come back as the final result was 6-1. HL All-Stars faced off against Docklands. From what I could kind of get from each team, it was a very close game and it showed in the result as the final Score after 90 minutes was 1-0. Gladstone Wanderers faced off against FC Carpety. Again, another draw in this division as it was 2-2. So, Gladstone 2, FC Carpety 2. And lastly, in our Division 2, we have Flamengo who faced off against the Wenlock. And the Wenlock come out victorious. It was 3-1 at half-time and the final result was 5-2. Division 3 now, Bo Badgers faced off against London Jaguars. London Jaguars, from the get-go, apparently dominated the game and it showed in the result as the final score was 4-0 to London Jaguars. So three points and a clean sheet and a win after the Christmas break. I know London Jaguars were very happy indeed. Unlucky to Bo Badgers, hopefully as the season continues. After the Christmas break, they can get back in form. FC Wood Green faced off against Fish Island. FC Wood Green not had a great season so far. Was hoping things were going to turn around for them after the Christmas break. But unfortunately, they started off another loss. But a win for Fish Island as the final result was Fish Island 7, FC Wood Green 1. And then we have Sunday FC who faced off against Delta Athletic. Sunday FC managed to get the three points as they beat Delta Athletic 3-2. And lastly in Division 3, we have Millfields who faced off against Limewell Gardens. Limewell Gardens have had a decent season so far. And they were ready after the Christmas break. And the score showed as they beat Millfields 3-1. So Limewell Gardens 3, Millfields 1. And lastly for our results from the 14th of January, which was not this Sunday, just gone the Sunday before, is Division 4. So the first result is South London Sharks versus Limas Tigras. It was 1-0 at half-time. Each team, unfortunately, couldn't get the three points, but they both come away with a point apiece after the Christmas break and the final score was 2-2. North London Kaisers faced off against Gorillas, and it was North London Kaisers with three points and a victory of 8-1. Community Road faced off against East London and it was Community Road victorious as the final score was Community Road 7, East London 1. And lastly, we had Burbeck Orient who faced off against B. Bow Badgers and it was 2 all at half-time, so it was anyone's game, but it was B. Bow Badgers who managed to do some magic at half-time and they come out victorious at the end of the 90 minutes with a massive result of Bebo Badgers 8, Burbeck Orient 3. So that was our results from the 14th of January. So I just wanted to make sure at the end of this segment, you guys were fully up to date with everything happening in Leighton Sunday League. 
so far for this January. So I'm going to go through the results that happened this Sunday just gone, which was, I can imagine, as most of you know, a very, very cold, cold, cold Sunday. Also, it wasn't, well, everyone was unsure whether the games were going to go ahead because I know a lot of games on Saturday got postponed due to the frozen pitches. But the football gods must have been shining down on us because the pitches were actually in excellent condition for Sunday football, especially grassroots. So I'm going to start off with Division 4. So we had Community Road who faced off against North London Kaisers. Community Road coming off a good win the week before. And again, they managed to keep their winning streak going as they beat North London Kaisers 1-0. Then we had Burbeck Orient who faced off against Wojak Sunday. Burbeck Orient coming off of a loss the week before. But they managed to turn things around and get three points as they beat Wojak Sunday 3-1. And then we have Bebo Badgers who, like I said, had an amazing win last week. They faced off against South London Sharks who drew the week before. But it was South London Sharks who were victorious as they beat Bebo Badgers 6-1. Division 3, we had Sunday FC who faced off against Bo Badgers. And it was Bo Badgers. Oh, Badgers, sorry, who managed to get the victory as they beat Sunday FC 2-1. Millfields faced off against CSM London 2. As we know, this was very important for CSM London 2 to win this game because Division 3 is very, very, very close at the minute between 1st and I think it's down to 4th. But Millfields managed to put a little upset in CSM London 2 as they managed to nick a point and stop CSM London from getting three points, as it was one at half-time, but the final score was Millfields 3, CSM London 2, or CSM London Reserves, as they sometimes like to be called 3 also. London Jaguars faced off against Delta Athletic. They had an amazing win the week before, and another amazing win this week with a 5-0 victory over Delta Athletics. So another three points and another clean sheet. So well done to London Jaguars. And unlucky to Delta Athletic. Division 2. Limited Pros faced off against Gladstone Wanderers. And it was Limited Pros again with another three points as they beat Gladstone Wanderers 5-2. Keys Athletic faced off against Flamingo. Keys Athletic were already a massive 6-0 up at half-time. And the final result was Keys Athletic 8, Flamengo 3. So a good win for Keys Athletic. Then we had the Wenlock who faced off against HL All Stars. The Wenlock were up 1 0 at half time, but HL All Stars managed to come back, but unfortunately couldn't get the three points. As the final result were the Wenlock 3, HL All Stars 3. And lastly, we had Stoke Newton and Youth who faced off against FC Carpety. What an amazing victory for FC Carpety as they managed to get three points, a clean sheet, but a massive 13 goals. So the final result at the end of that game was FC Carpety 13. Yes, you heard me right. One, three, 13, Stoke Newton Youth, zero. But well done for Stoke Newton Youth for continuing the whole 90 minutes as I know a lot of teams would have just said no, stuff this. You know, we're getting absolutely pumped. But they managed to stick through and show why they are going to be an amazing club in seasons to come. Once they get their development right, I've got a feeling 
facts, don't it? And youth will be a club that people will have to watch out for. Moving on to Division 1 now. So we had Athletic OTFZ faced off against Clapton Community. And it was a point apiece for both teams as the final result was 3-all. Loxford Lions faced off against Lancaster All-Stars and it was Lancaster All-Stars with three points as they beat Loxford Lions 3-1. Mandizi faced off against Nista and it was Mandizi with the three points and a clean sheet as the final result was 1-0. Stratford Juniors faced off against Azteca and it was Azteca again, another amazing win for them guys as they beat Stratford Juniors 4 nil. Mateo had an Albert Daniels Cup brand and they faced off against Premier side Badu. As we all know, Badu are champions from last season and the result showed as the final result was Badu FC 5, Mateo nil. And lastly, for our results for this Sunday, just gone in our Premier Division, Crundle faced off against Navarino and again, Crundle Massive result for them as they managed to beat Navarino 5-1. So another three points for Crondall. Halicina faced off against CSM London first. And again, CSM London first, same as their reserves, just managed to get a point this Sunday as the final result was Halicina 1, CSM London first 1. Then we had Boundary Estate in the London Sunday Trophy Cup and they were away to East London Ballers first team and unfortunately Boundary Estate are out of the London Sunday Trophy Cup as East London Ballers managed to get the victory as they beat Boundary Estate 3-1. Unlucky to Boundary Estate but here at the Hackney and Leighton Sunday League, we always support all our teams in their county in cup in county cup endeavours. And well done for getting as far as you guys did. We are immensely proud. So that's all the results so far for the last two weeks. So I'm just going to quickly run through the upcoming games for this Sunday. Obviously, weather permitting, they all go ahead, but I'm going to go through them anyway. We have a lot of cup action this upcoming Sunday, but in our Premier Division, we have CSM London first, who will face off against Badu. Then in the Cup, we have Crondall, who will face off against Loxford Lions. Mateo will face off against Boundary Estate. Flamengo will face off against City East. Halicina will face Atletico DFZ. Keys Athletic will face FC Neva. And UK Moldova will face Stratford Juniors. Also in the cup, Clapton Community will face CSM London 2. Lancaster All-Stars will, will face sorry, Azteca. And then moving over, there's no Division 1 Prem fixtures as I just went through the list. A lot of the teams are involved in our either our Dickie Davis Cup or our Jack Walpole Cup. So Division 2, we have FC Carpety will face off against HL All-Stars. Stoke Newton Youth will face Gladstone Wanderers and the Wenlock will face Limited Pros. Division 3, Bow Badgers will face FC Wood Green. Lymore Gardens will face Fish Island and Millfields will face London Jaguars. Division 4, we have Burbeck Orient will face Community Road. Limas Tigras will face Wojak Sunday. 
North London Kaisers will face South London Sharks. And our last cup game is Jack Walpole Cup, which will see Delta Athletic face off against East London. So I am sorry for the long segment, but like I said, I just wanted to make sure all you guys were up to date so far with everything in January. So you guys are all now up to date. You've got the last two weeks worth of results and you've also got the fixtures for this upcoming Sunday. One thing I do want to say for the new year is our new and brand new updated website is live. So you can go on any platform and if you go onto the internet and type in hackneyandlaytonleague.com, you will see our brand new website. Now, not to boast, as it's my league, obviously, the website's amazing. It's different. It's it's just got... Su- it, it's us. It's Hackney and Layton all over. It's an amazing website. Go and check it out. It's not like any other league's website that I've seen it's totally different and it shows why we are one of the best leagues especially for grassroots football I'm not just saying that because it's my league but everyone knows the iconic Hackney Marshes tons of people have played over the marshes and like I've always said you have to be a special type of player to be able to play over Hackney Marshes and this website shows just why so yeah go and give it a little view and also you can always check us out on our social media platforms so on twitter instagram facebook yeah drop us a dm if you guys want to get involved and to finish it off like we always say over the marshes game on hello it's joe doing the hearts advertiser sunday league section of the self podcast um, potentially a bit of a short shorter episode. Quite a few games were called off because of the ice, resulting in flooded pitches and um, some frozen pitches still. Uh, but loads of pitches next week, hopefully, if the weather stays how it's meant to. But yeah, starting with the results, we've had four games in the Prem yesterday or this weekend. Um, Bournemouth 2, Wheathampstead Wanderers 1. Good result for Bournemouth, they've found a bit of form now. FYP won Harbors and Colts Old Boys 1. So point of piece there. Six Bells 3, Brookmans Park 2. Great result for Six Bells. I did think it was going to be a hard couple of games for Brookmans Park. And Six Bells winning it at the end. And another late winner, unfortunately, against uh, my team. Plough and Harrow 4, uh, Stratford Arms 3. Uh, really good game. Should have probably been 8 or 9 all. Um, uh, Stratford Arms coming back from 3-1 to make it 3-0. And then Plough and Harrow getting... A winner right at the death. Uh, in Division 1, XL 7, Pinewood 0. Uh, Wheat Hampstead, Wanderers Reserve 6, Phoenix 0. In Division 2, Auburn Dynamo 1, 6 Bells Reserves 4. 6 Bells Reserves going level on points with Stratford Arms Reserves at the top now. Uh, Brookmans Park Reserves 2, TNF 2. And Mermaid Reserves 7, Oceans 11 1. In Division 3, Hearts Vets 3, Marshall Wick 2, The Wrestlers 0, Welling Warriors Reserves 1, and Wheat Hampstead 89 3, Hatfield Comets 0. In Division 4, Hatfield Seniors Reserves 3, Phoenix A2, and London Coney United 2, Monday Night Football Club 3. 
Oh, and also Stockfold, Stockfold Rovers versus CFPC, uh, CPFC Eagles. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to say that name right. Um, that ended as a home walkover. C, uh, CPFC it's put out. In the Challenge Cup, a couple of fixtures. Uh, Little Heath uh, 2, Wellin Warriors 2. And Little Heath winning 5-4 on penalties. And the Ball nil, Bournemouth Social Club nil. Uh, Bournemouth winning 4-2 on penalties. And in Intermediate Cup, St George's 7, Saints FC 2. So for the fixtures this week, um, loads of cup games I've just seen at the bottom. But some prem action as well. Uh, Brookman's Park versus Bournemouth. Now this is going to be a good game. Uh, Brookman's Park suffering a, a loss at the weekend. Bournemouth on fire. Could go either way. I'm going to have to go for a Bournemouth win, I think. Um, but that's going to be a good game. Could go either way. Uh, FYP versus Little Heath. Um, and Harbin Colts Old Boys versus Mermaid. In Division 1, Bournemouth Social Club. Versus Wheat Hampstead Reserves. Excel versus Hatfield Seniors. The Ball versus Phoenix Reserves. And Wenham Warriors versus Pinewood. In Division 2, Oceans 11 versus Brookman's Park Reserves. TNF versus Ormond Dynamo. In Division 3, we've got Hatfield Comets versus Royston Rangers. Marshallwick versus St George's. Rosencrown Mosquito versus Wenham Warriors Reserves. And the Wrestlers versus Wheat Hampstead 89. In Division 4, we've got Hatfield Seniors Reserves versus Stockford Rovers. Monday Night Football Club versus Royston Rangers Reserves. And Phoenix A versus London Coney United. We've also got some Deakin White Cup action this weekend. Um, EMT versus Phoenix First Team. This should be a good this should be a good game. I know of EMT. Uh, we played them in the National Cup. Good young side. But so are Phoenix. Phoenix going really well in the league. Um, so this could be a close game. I'm going to go for a Phoenix win. Um, we've also got Six Bells versus Floundon. Floundon, done, they've, just, they've done very, very well in the National Cup this year. Losing on penalties to Highgate Albion, who everyone knows is a great team. So to get to the last 16 of the National Cup, they must be, must be doing something right. So it's going to be a tough game for Six Bells. Um, also, Plough and Harrow uh, from the Hearts are away to St. Joe's. St. Joseph's, Luton. Last year's National Cup winners. So that's going to be a tough game. Very tough game for them. And Stratford Arms, we're at home to Luton Celtic. This is a repeat of last year's final um, where Luton Celtic, Luton Celtic absolutely took us to the cleaners with a 5-0 win. Um, we're a better side this year, but we know how good they are. So um, that is going to be a tough game for us as well. Uh, we've got intermediate cup action. We've got Mermaid Reserves versus Stratford Arms Reserves. Um, we Hampstead... Wanderers versus Six Bells uh, Reserves as well. Um, and in the Junior Cup, we've got Auburn Dynamo Reserves versus Hearts Vets. That's everything for me. This is Andrew Ridley with the NRG Kent Country Football League Roundup, starting with the results. Frozen pitches trimming the weekend fixtures. Here are the results of the matches that did take place. In the Premier Division, Bermondsey Town 1, Ashford 2. Betchley 1, New Romney 3, Minster 4, Cux 91 1, Stansford OMB 1, Welling Park 2, Division 1 Central and East, AFC Rangers 2, Minster Reserves 4, Kings Hill 2, Snodland Town Reserves 2, Division 1 West, Brighton Ropes Reserves 0, Falkenwood 0, Danson Sports 0, South East Athletic 5, Long Lane 2, Equinocchial 1, 
Division 2, Central and East, Bay Point 0, Tombridge Wells Reserve 3, Tendon Town Reserve 3, Chillum 4. In Division 2 West, Bexley Reserves 0, Farnborough All Boys Guild 4. Division 3, Central and East, Charing 1, Larkfield and New Highland Reserves 6, FC River 8, Locomotive Canterbury 1, Len Valley 4, Lenham Wanderers 1. The match between Lid Town Reserves and Boca Juniors was abandoned. In Division 3 West, All Stars 0, Idehill Reserves 3, Dartford Celtic 2, Dulwich Village 1, Long Lane Reserves 1, AFC Lewisham 3. In the Kent County League Invitation Charity Cup, first round, Rochester City 1, Guru Nanak 2, after extra time. In the second round, Ellsford 2, Metrogas 1, Wellington Reserves 1, Craven Arrows 5. In the Vets matches in Division 1, FC Ditton 1, Aylesford 3. In Division 2, Insulated Vets 6, Cobham Colts 0, Vinters 1, MPE 1. In the second round of the Veterans League Cup, Larkville New Hythe 0, New Ash Green 4. And in the quarterfinals of the Seven Oaks Senior Charity Cup, Hawkenbury 0, Kings Hill Reserves 2. Moving on to the roundup and frozen pitches reduced the weekend programme across the league. In the Premier Division, only four games went ahead and all but one of them had a bearing on the foot of the table. Welling Park's win and defeat for Bermondsey Town and Bexley now mean that only three points separate the bottom four. Ronan Dumfries scored twice as Welling Park won 2-1 to complete the double over Stansford OMB, their first victory away from home this season following a draw in eight defeats in the previous nine trips. It moves them to win the point of Bermondsey Town, beaten 2-1 at home by Ashford, Kieran Shrimpton and substitute Jordan Mbola on his first start. Kai Bishard netted for town. Skipper Wayne Rogers scored twice as New Romney won 3-1 at Bexley to claim back-to-back wins and climb to 10th in the table. Will Dempsey added the other. Corey Spencer netted his seventh of the season for the hosts. Three and six minutes saw Minster home 4-1 against Cuxton, having trailed to Danny Rowe's 33rd minute opener, his 13th of the season. Todd Jordan with 11 for the season, Ollie Harris 12, Dan Adams and Matt Weatherly with four apiece were the scorers for Minster, who turned things around to maintain Minster's prolific scoring sequence, both at the end of the old year and the beginning of the new one. In Division 1, Central and East, Joe Lewis's first goal of the season featured for Kings Hill in their 2-2 home draw against leader Snodland Town Reserves. Keaton Courtman added the other. Lewis Sharp and Jack Webster netted for Snodland who go top again, a point clear of Rochester City. <coughs> Two goals in each half earned Minster their 4-2 win at AFC Rangers. Tommy Hume's first of the season and Scott Rodden with his seventh and Lucius Hetley's double completed a first away win of the season. Dammy Smith and Russell Tortoduku scored for AFC. In the West, Carl Bingley's 11th of the season helped Long Lane clinch their 2-1 win over Equinocchial, swapping places in the table with their top five rivals on goal difference. Tom Chappenden got the first. Carlos Marin Suarez netted for the visitors. Elbert Osogri's hat-trick claimed the honours in South East Athletic's 5-0 win at Dance and Sports. Liam Curtis and Michael Cody added the others as SEA made it two wins out of two and move out of the bottom two. Second place, Falkenwood drew 0-0 at Brighton Ropes Reserves. In Division 2, Central and East, Nathan McNally scored twice, 14 for the season, as Chillen maintained their 100% record, away record with a 4-3 win at Tenton Town Reserves in the second-third contest. He and David Nugent scored late on. Sub Joe Mort got the other, 
with two from George Large and Greg Daniel replying for Tenterton. Emmanuel Fallet scored for the second game running as Tunbridge Wells Reserves won 3-0 at Bay Point. Rob Lloyd and substitute Elfie Kilby on target. And in the West, John James and Ed Williamson both scored twice as Farm Broad Boys Guild won 4-0 at Bexley Reserves. Meanwhile, the league chairman Gavin Horace sent a letter to all clubs in the league this week voicing his serious concern and that of the executive's committee over the future of football in the league, which is being caused by a minority of clubs that cannot control the behaviour of their spectators and or their players. In the letter, he says this season has been one of the worst for discipline and even more worrying serious discipline. We've now had seven games abandoned or significant issues due to player behaviour over the last 12 months, including the police being called on more than one occasion. Gavin goes on, this badly tarnishes the league's reputation and falls well below any standard we expect. On top of this, we have had teams choosing when they want to play and on what type of pitch they will play on, leading to games being postponed, which did not need to be. He says this is not acceptable as so much work goes on in putting fixtures together so that you, the clubs, can pay. This season, 14 games have not been fulfilled due to the actions of one club. Abuse to match officials is also now out of control, he says, and must stop. There have been 23 charges for match official approaches within the designated cooling off period this season. The executive committee, Gavin says, has now decided enough is enough and will put forward to the full committee its plan to turn this decline around. This serious bad behaviour has to stop immediately. The full text of the letter is on the County League website. This is the Metropolitan Sunday League, part of the Selk podcast all across the league shows. Bring you the results of last week and the fixtures coming up. And at the end of the month, a rundown of all the leagues and cups. So, starting with last week, the 21st of January, in the Rompope Premier, Athletic Dildale 1, FC Barker 5. In the John Pitt Senior, AFC Cell 6, Shooters Hill United 4. South London Athletic 1, South Hill United 2, Thames City Blue 0, Petswood Black Vultures 0. In Division 1, FC Rondos 0, Bromley Road 2, Orpington Athletic 1, New Life United 5, South London Doves 3, Haywards FC 4, Southside Trojans 1, Catford FC 1, Three Little Birds 6, People's Reserves 1. In the Bartholomew Trophy, Lions United 2, Zavalas 2, with no other results, so I don't know if that went to penalties or who won. Uh, Lostianos 4, Bockle Athletic 2, People's FC 0, FC Korea 3, and in the County Cup, One Gas Rangers 1st 5, Lambeth All-Stars 1st 2. For the fixtures this week, for the 28th of January... In the John Pitt Senior, Shooters Hill United versus Thames City Blues. In the Bartholomew Trophy, AFC Cell versus Zavalas. Dockley Athletic versus Petswood Black Vultures. FC Barker versus People's FC. Honor Oak versus Lambeth All Stars. In the Ron Pope Premier, Lions United versus Athletic Dildal. In Division 1, Bromley Road versus Southside Trojans. 
FC Rondo versus South London Doves, Kibrook Kings versus Orpington Athletic, People's FC Reserves versus New Life United, Three Little Birds versus Catford FC. That's all the fixtures. Hope with the weather, everything stays on. If you are playing, good luck. Stay safe, enjoy the game, and see you next week. Bye. Welcome back for your latest roundup of the Southern Veterans Football League part of the Silk Grassroots podcast. Just um, looking at the results for last weekend, the 20th of January, not a lot of fixtures survived the weather. Um, I guess frozen pitches and and the whatnot um, put pay to football. Um, <clears throat> but let's let's have a look at what did survive. Um, not much to run through, but nothing in Division One or Two in the league was played. So Division Three, um, X Blues five, South East Athletic nil. Um, Hayden Youth Association eight, Wallenham B nil, and. Final result of Division Three, New Park, two thousand six, Kingsdale three. Um, Division Four, Greenways Aces two, Sporting Croydon three, Independent Red three, Greenwich Challenge three. Um, into Division Five, a couple of no, yeah, three results there. Um, SP Athletic. Second eleven one LSU Mavericks six Sporting Club Thamesmead two Old Peppy's first eleven three and Westerham Seniors one Blythe Hill one um nothing in Division six by the looks of it into Division seven just a couple of results there Farnborough Old Boys three Guru Nanak one um and Old Peppy's second eleven five Petswood Seniors one. In the cup there were a few fixtures that survived. Um <clears throat> so kicking off with the Beckenham Hospital Charity Cup, FC Kuya two, Catford Wanderers Old Boys one into the Chairman's Cup, Borden Sports Old Boys one, Hoovets Red one with Borden Sports winning 4-3 on pens. Um, still in the Chairman's Cup, Orpington 4, AFC Greencourt 0. Into the SVFL Senior Cup, um, LSU Masters 2, Hollington 4, um, and APM, sorry, this is in the Kent Vets Cup, APM Vets, United one Warningham a seven. That is your results that survived the weather. <clears throat> right, let's have a look ahead at the twenty seventh of Jan fixtures. Um, Division one, Hollington versus Metrogas will be a good game in my opinion. Metrogas have been picking up some very good results recently. Hollington have, have also picked up some, some decent results. 
Um, so it should be a good game to to see um, if you are around. I think it's being played at Kidbrook. Um, I think that's where Long Lane play, but I'm not sure. Kidbrook playing fields, it says, but I don't know. Um, elsewhere, Division 1, Sporting Santos versus Leon Stars. Um, Inter Division 2, FC Korea versus Seagas. LSU Legends versus Long Lane. And Bow Street Runners versus Catford Wanderers. Inter Division 3, Borden Sports versus Bromleyans. Kingsdale versus Hollington Legends, whatever they're called, the second team for Hollington. Um, Southeast Athletic versus X Blues, a return from last week's result. Um, with Southeast looking to to right those wrongs um, in their home fixture. Um, into Division Four, Catford Wanderers Old Boys versus Sporting Croydon, Greenwich Challenge versus Cudham United. And Norwood Lakers versus Greenways Aces. And lastly, in Division 4, Warren Athletic versus Sydenham Sports. Um, nothing in Division 5. Into Division 6. Um, Chipstead versus Welling Park. LSU Seniors versus Hoovets Red. Longlands Athletic versus Alpenton and Southeast Athletic second eleven versus Crayford Arrows into Division Seven. <coughs> excuse me, AFC Greencourt versus Old Peppy second eleven. Gresham, yeah, Gresham Borough B versus Seymour Villa. LSU Super Vets versus Borden Sports Old Boys Red. And then Petswood Seniors versus Guru Nanak and Morningham Super Vets versus Farnborough Old Boys. Um, some cup fixtures. So SVFL Junior Cup, um, Croy Gas Phoenix versus Blythe Hill, Old Peppy's First Eleven versus Johnson and Phillips. Into the Kent Cup. Fox Veterans versus Charcoal. Hayden Youth Association versus New Park. Um, that says New Park first, 11, but I believe that can't, yeah. I think that's going to be a walkover to be perfectly honest for Hayden Youth because New Park and first 11 have folded. So I believe that could well be going through as a. Um, Hayden Youth, unless unless they've allowed the new part reserves to take that position, but I don't know. That just seems a bit odd if they have. Um, so, lastly, AFA Vets over Forties Cup, Bromleyans versus Ricelip Rangers. That is it. That is your lot of. <clears throat> the Southern Veterans Football League. Um, so, yeah, thanks for, for listening and um, we'll catch up again um, next week and see where we are at the end of Jan in some league standings, etc. So, yeah, good luck to everyone in your respective games, league or cup this weekend. Hopefully the weather doesn't ruin football again. So, um, yeah.
Thanks. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for matches played on Sunday the 21st of January. Once again, the weather affected our matches with 9 out of our 21 games being postponed either due to uh, uh, you know, frozen pitches or, or uh, waterlogged pitches. So, so it was a bit of a disappointment. However, we did get, like I say, some games in. So in the Premier Division... W.D. Bushy beat second from bottom fours of Watford 4-2 to move within seven points of the leaders North Watford and with a game in hand. W.D. went ahead midway through the first half when a low cross from Ryan Fiskin was met by Massimo Sinisi but just before half-time, Forza drew level thanks to a goal from Giuseppe Delgadio. The game turned on a sending off early in the second half for Forza when they had a defender dismissed for a second yellow card offence and WD took full advantage of the extra man when they went back into the lead when Gianluca Dimar smashed home. The lead was extended further after another cross into the box was followed in by Joshua Quinn Living. Forza pulled a goal back immediately from restart with Giuseppe Delgadio netting his second of the game. But any chance of a comeback was quickly ended after WD were awarded a penalty that was won and converted by Stevie Ward. In Division 1, the top two sides both won, with leaders Chelfon Saints beating Langleybury 5-1 and second-place Watford Sports overcoming the cross 4-2. Saints bounced back from going down early on when Max Ellerington netted for Langleybury. But that was as good as it got for the home side, when soon after Andre Ford netted an equaliser before Josh Harnett put them 2-1 ahead before the break. In the second half, Saints' extra quality showed as they then scored three more times through Sean Hoare, Sam Hills and Jake Roger. Watford Sports remained two points behind Chelsea in the table as they beat the Cross, whose title challenge is in danger of going off the rails as they suffered a second straight defeat. Uh, sports... Sports had an excellent first half as they scored three times. First with Joe Blagden reaching on to a loose ball to fire home. Before then, added two more goals before the break from Luke Carey and Taylor Kemp. The cross brought themselves back into the game early in the second half when Luke Henry netted with a long-range effort. And that was soon followed by a second for the home side, this time scored by Stribby Wiltshire, who brought the ball down to score despite the attention of several sports defenders. But despite heavy pressure from the home side, they couldn't force another equaliser and were caught on the counter-attack late on, allowing for Taylor Kemp to net his second of the game. 
Cheshire United bounced back from a 6-1 defeat last week with a heavy win of their own seven days later with a 5-1 victory over CF Watford Continentals giving them a third league success of the campaign. Chess went ahead after James Richmond's cross flew into the goal at the back post. The lead was doubled soon after. A strike from Dylan Ward deflected into the net. A third goal follow, soon followed when James Todd headed home at the near post. Then James Richmond scored his second goal of the game, which was a mirror image of his first, with another cross going into the net. In the second half, Chess allowed Continentals to get back into the game with a rebound goal scored by Joe Baloney. But the game was sealed when George Adams scored into the bottom corner from the edge of the box for Chess's fifth goal. In the game between two sides in mid-table, Watford United and Old Falarians, it was United who ran out 2-1 winners coming back from a goal behind. Valerians went ahead in the first half when a ball down the line found Jake Entwistle and his cross was headed home by Joe Ryder. In the second half, the home side spurned on by some tactical changes at the break drew level when Beth Huvarsen, Seloafi's precise delivery found Ibrahim Raja, who made no mistake on this occasion. The winning goal came when Anuarin Newcomb's through ball found Mavin Vigaswaran, who finished with precision. In the Dennis Jackson Intermediate Cup second round, bizarrely, both games ended in 7-2 home wins. Third Division ASC Watford caused an upset by knocking out Second Division Inter. Evan Quinn netted a hat-trick, supported by a brace from Tommy Edwards, with David Ajeni and Paddy Moran also on target. Chris Stead and Gabriel Casagrande replied for Inter. Everett Rovers' win came over fellow second death division side Francis George. Jordan Stanley and Lucas Roberts both scoring doubles, with David Spencer, Emmanuel OJ and Charlie McNally also getting in on the goal scoring act. Tom Minton scored both of George's sole goal replies. In Division 2, Hertfordshire Athletic beat Dunbar 3-1, thanks to goals from Evan King, Henry Gibbor and James Hicks, with Ben Kelly getting the Dunbar consolation goal. Bottom-placed Abbots Wanderers took a third point of the season as they drew 3-3 with West Hearts. Johnny Vasey scored twice for Abbots, with Matthew Zanders also on target for them. The Stags replied thanks to a double of their own from Dylan Caton, with Roscoe Tebbs also finding the net. In Division 3, Woodside Reserves took a massive step towards the title when they thrashed second place FC Railway 6-1 
to open up an 11-point lead at the top of the table. Joe McCarthy and Joe Fox both struck twice, with Tom Garrett and Jamie Donlop also scoring. Dominic Leacott netted the railway sole reply. Brickywood Acorns moved up three places in the table, from second bottom to seventh, after a 5-1 win, away win rather, over bottom place PTH United. Jack Micklewright and Conrad Holland both, uh, sorry, both netted twice from Acorns, with Alex Michael also scoring. Paul Cook netted the single PTH goal, which was just their 10th goal of the season so far in 13 games played, in which they have yet to pick up a single point. That's it for this week's uh, podcast on uh, the games played on the 21st, and we look forward to being back with you next week with uh, all the uh, scores and information on hopefully a full fixture list being played on the 28th of January. So that is it, the end of another show. Thank you to our sponsors, the Down to Play app, Magpie Recruitment, Baldwin Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Skipper Sportswear, Adrenaline Rush Laser Tag, the Grassroots Graphics, and Awards FC. Thank you for listening to the show, and I'll see you next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.